0: Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Wildly Aligned Marketing. Today we are talking all about using live video to 10X your income. So if you feel like you've been hiding behind your business or maybe hiding in plain sight by showing up but not really fully showing up, right? Like maybe you feel like you're holding back pieces of yourself. Um, not doing the things that you really would do if you were being brave and fully fully stepping out and showing up for your people. So if you are ready to really be seen by the people that you're called to serve and reach that next level of visibility, get ready because we're diving into both the mindset and strategy that will help you reach those people online. So my guest today is Felicia Ansa. Felicia is a dear friend of mine and former client and she helps ambitious, hardworking coaches to attract leads and grow and scale their businesses using lives and video without spending ages on social media by using an advanced visibility strategy. Listen in as we talk about why live video and video marketing is so powerful. The key to standing out in your niche and not just creating content for content's sake, but really magnetically drawing and pulling in those right people. Uh, How to get past fears of being seen so that you can get to that next level of visibility that you are desiring. Three common visibility mistakes to avoid and there's a special challenge at the end that you can choose to say yes to that would help you sign your next client very quickly. This is an incredible conversation, so let's jump in. Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Blencush. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and very quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you own your voice and consistently find and attract the right clients online so you can grow a wildly successful business doing what you love. All right friend grab your coffee and notebook and let's dive into today's episode all right well hey guys today I am talking with Felicia Felicia welcome to the show thank you so much for being here today Thank you for having me. Yes. So today we're going to talk all about using live video to 10x your income. I am really excited to dive into this topic with you, but before we do that, I would love to just give you a chance to introduce yourself. So tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we'll go from there.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia Anser, and I'm a business growth strategist, and I help female coaches to grow their business, scale their audiences and make six figures by using live video as part of their visibility strategy and um, I know Natalie as an amazing coach, she was my coach for some time and my business development has you know just been through the roof having spent that year with Natalie.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Yes. I, and I'm, I'm so excited to get a chance to just see your face today and catch up with you and, and share you with everyone. Cause I know that you do have so much expertise when it comes to live video. And this is one thing that, you know, when I'm working with clients, it's, it's such an easy tool to use. Like we all have access to it. It's free. You can hit live and there you are, and you have this platform and it's just really great. Um, like a really great way to put yourself out there. But I know that that's a lot easier said than done, right? Yeah. Um, and I would love to just like, you know, there's a lot that, that I'm sure we'll get into with this topic. But um, before we do that, I would love to just hear a little bit about like what led you to specializing in live video in the first place.
1: So thank you for that. Prior to lockdown, I was actually doing public speaking training for executives and directors. And obviously, then lockdown happened. Um, I think had to reskill uh, re- re- pivot and so I thought there's a lot of skills in public speaking that people can actually use effectively online so everyone was online at that time so that's really how I kind of drifted into live video
0: yeah yeah and that's such a great example too of like um you know, adjusting at, like, as you move forward, right? Like, okay, well, everything's shut down now. And how can I, you know, move this online? And, and like you said, that is a really great way um, to apply the public speaking skills to online business and using them in live video. Um, and that's something that I was actually just talking with a, f- a friend um, or one of my family members, actually over the weekend and talking about how like, I never, I never felt confident in public speaking. That wasn't something that I ever saw myself doing, nor did I want to do. Cause I felt like I would puke, <laughs> you know, or like pass out just standing in front of a bunch of people. And yet here I am talking with people every single week. So it's just kind of funny too, how, um, you know, our, our life skills. And this is something that I say very often that like every single one of us are, we're perfectly equipped for. Our business and the people that we're called to serve and just like being able to see how we can kind of pull from this skill that we learned over here, this prior experience and bring it online and get creative. And so all that being said, I just love hearing how that you, you made that transition and that's what led you into live video and just specializing in that, so let's let's jump into. I'm going to turn it over to you, and I would love to hear you just speak on um, the power of live video in in terms of really growing your your impact and your income and all of that goodness.
1: So thank you. Um, what can I say? Especially we think about business online today. We want people to buy from us. We want to sell more. We want to make more money. But there's a step or two before that. And the step or two before that is creating this relationship with people, which we do more effectively through our lives than we actually do through our written posts. And that's one reason why Facebook and LinkedIn very much favor posts, which are live, because through lives, you get to create rapport with people that get to know, like, and trust you before they've been bought from you. And in that quick, in, um, encounter with you they're going to draw closer to wanting to buy from you when they see you consistently showing up as, on lives and obviously giving value and when I say value that's not just about giving information so um, what I teach my clients is value can also mean changing people's beliefs so example health coaches they might come on and say oh drink more water and take more exercise and it's all about the calories which is what somebody told me today when I asked her, how can I get rid of my belly fat <laughs> but um, that, and those are things that we have to be careful those are googleable people can just google those things but how you stand out in your niche is helping your client to understand that she is able to lose the weight that a lot of her weight issues are mindset issues and so changing people's beliefs is actually more powerful than just giving them information and when you do it as a live you gain authority you gain credibility and then I'm also working with my clients to get high ticket clients and high ticket clients are very astute and they want more information they want transformation So when you learn how to do your lives effectively, you you quickly show people the transformation that they can get from working with you. And that quickly converts them into being a client.
0: Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that piece about value. Right. Because that's something that I think a lot of uh, a lot of people without even realizing Um, that they're doing it, they assume that value equals information, right? And you see a lot of people kind of stuck in that cycle online with marketing. And this is something that I've, I've talked with many of my clients about as well, because it's just, you get stuck in this loop of like, I need to tell them how to do this. I need to educate them. I need to tell them why this is important or how this thing is happening behind the scenes or whatever. And it's like, okay, hold on. (laughs) Like a lot of that stuff, right? Like people hire us, Because we're the ones with the information, but then also just remembering that they can Google information. That's not what they need. Um, And that's something that like, I, I really firmly believe in being very open-handed with sharing information, right? Because at the end of the day, it's like people hire you and like give you money, because they want the transformation. They want the mindset shifts. They want the support, not the information. Um, and so I think that's, that's really freeing. So I'm really, really glad that you shared that. Um, and I I'm curious to hear like your thoughts on live video specifically, you know, you talked about how it, um, is really like just this really great tool for building that trust, building that relationship and very quickly, why do you think it is that so many people resist that
1: (laughs) that's a very good question natalie some of it is fear the fear of i'm gonna press the button and and freeze up yeah i'm gonna make a mistake i'm gonna look silly um i don't have enough to say i'm gonna run out of things to say so many of the mind chatter goes on um and it's not that they are not able to do it not, because some people just do it and they're really naturally good at it, obviously. But it is that stepping over the line and putting yourself out there.
0: Yeah.
1: And I do appreciate that, even though it comes a bit more naturally to me to do lives and I was in the acting world as well. So I do have a lot of background in that. But when I first started my business in 2010, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be visible. So on my business card, I had a picture of uh, an English lady, a white lady, um, because I didn't want people to know who I was. And I don't understand what that was all about, but I just didn't want to be seen. And that continued for a couple of years until I was doing an in-person public speaking training with some executives. And one black lady said to me, when I gave her my business card, why are you not on this card? And that kind of challenged me. And I had to think about... Why is it that I don't want to be seen? Am I afraid that people are going to reject me? Are they going to judge me? Do I think I'm not pretty enough? I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> I am who I am, and I got to represent my business fully. So I then put my own picture on, and then from there up, obviously, that that kind of fear went away. So I think we have to embrace the, our businesses in that we are the business as solo entrepreneurs we are the business we are the face of the business and with proper training you won't have to have that fear class I know some um video trainers they talk about you know getting over your fear or nervousness I don't do all that we don't that isn't even an issue when my clients work with me let's talk about this is about my, my potential clients. I'm, I'm showing up today for that one person who really is suffering because I don't have what I can share with them. And when you think about it from that place of service, all that fear goes away.
0: Yeah. That's so good because it's like, if you're focusing on you know, like you said, some people really focus on like getting over the fear and just it's, it's all focused on you still though. Like that's the problem. And and when you shift that focus to the other people, the people that you're called to serve specifically in business, it, it like, yeah, you might feel discomfort still, but it totally shifts your focus to where you're not even thinking about yourself. Right. And there's the um, just the, the whole principle of like Uh, how do I explain this? Like, okay. You could have two people, um, in a conversation. If one of them is freaking out, the other person is going to then be focused on calming that person down. Right. And vice versa. Like if the other person starts freaking out, that person who was previously freaking out can all of a sudden like snap out of it and focus, like become calm and collected and, you know, rational. And, um, I'm sure there's a term for it, but it's just, like, for some reason, that's the, the visual or the example that's coming to mind when I'm thinking about this, because it's like, if you are over here freaking out, you're, you're not thinking about the people that are on the other side of the screen that you're trying to reach by this, you know, live video or piece of content that you're wanting to create. But when you shift into, well, wait a minute they're kind of freaking out in a way because they are struggling with this or stressed out about this or whatever. And I'm here to give them freedom through this piece of content and help them shift their thinking. Oh, like now I can all of a sudden think more clearly and, you know, kind of work through that, um, you know, the, the feelings or the fears or whatever insecurities that are coming up. Um, I, I also really love though, that you, you essentially said that what stops so many people is just, they don't want to be seen, which is, is funny to me. Like it's, it's ironic because I think um, not, I think I know that inside every one of us, like we want to be seen and known and loved for who we are. And so there's this part of us that really, really wants to be seen. And yet at the same time, We're terrified of being seen. Right. So it's like this weird, like, I want that. No, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't like, (laughs) and it can, it can show up in many different ways, but I just, um, the reason why I love that you brought that up is because that I feel like is, is one of the really core things, um, like one of the big things that's just on my heart in terms of why I have this podcast and why, you know, I, I love talking about this is because like, it's so much deeper than that. Right. Like on the surface, we can be, um, you know, wanting to get more visible online, but then deep down, there's a part of us that's like, but I don't want to be seen, you know, and then it's like let's talk about that. Right. Like let's, let's help you get past that and work through that um, by shifting that or whatever it is so that you can, you know, show up for the people that you're called to serve. So, Oh, I love that so much. Um, My
1: program is about authority and mindset Yeah. because the thing about, you know, we want to be seen, but don't want to be seen. We're afraid that we might, people might see our flaws yeah. that people might see too much into us. And that we're not things that we haven't dealt with. And, and those, you know, that that is an area of work that we need to work on. So the subconscious accepts that it's OK, you're safe, you know, safe space. You're holding space for somebody else um, to be seen. Uh, so, yeah, it's a crucial part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And holding space, like you said, is is such a big piece of it, right? Like just allowing them to, to process through it or whatever so that they can so that they can grow in that way. Um well, I know you have like one of the things you're going to share with us today is kind of the mistakes that you see a lot of coaches make that just kind of keep them at this plateau. Um, and I would love for you to share those with us.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. So at the end of the day. Okay, for me, my business and your business for you is a vehicle to get you the kind of life you want. It's, you know, it's going to give you the income to give you the impact that you want to have on people, the income you want to have, and what I call time richness, which for me means it's more than time freedom. It's about the fact that personally, my business means that when my 87-year-old father has appointments in the hospital, I can go and I don't have to worry about taking time off from work and making it up or rushing back to the office. I have that freedom of time. I have that richness of time. And time is, you know, quality time with my dad is vital to me at the moment. So, what I found is by being visible, I can actually gain more of those three things income, impact, and time richness. So what I find, though, with um, business with, with um, people with businesses is they are following a strategy, which is working for a while. But then after a while, it becomes into a loop where you're not getting any higher. You're just maintaining and then sometimes even going backwards. And one of the reasons I see that this happens is because you reach level in your business where you just need to amplify your visibility so the first mistake that i'll say is that people just don't get visible and they rely on their old strategies whereas what you need to do is get into a new strategy which was to be visible and you know if we think about the big names in the coaching industry the amy Potterfields, the um gary v's the tony robbins They get there by lives. They they know that they've started off their businesses and continue to maintain their businesses through doing lives because that's where there's connection. So the first mistake that you you could be making is you're just not showing up consistently. Because I have a thing about people who do lives sporadically because that is not the way to maintain a healthy business. So I'll encourage people who are not yet starting to do lives to become more visible in that respect. The second kind of mistake that people make is they produce the wrong type of content for the different types of audiences that you have. So I talk about it in the terms of, you have your cold, your warm, and your hot leads. So the cold audience is the people who don't yet know you. And you need to provide the kind of lives that help them to get to know you quickly and to trust you quickly and gain credibility. And I call those capture lives. Then we have the warm audience who they probably have been watching you for some time and they're getting closer to wanting to work with you. But we need to produce what I call cultivating and converting lives for them. And then you have the hot, those who are ready to work with you. And so we have to produce what we call the connection lives to work with them, to get them to feel connected enough to become our customers. And if you're not aware of the different types of audiences, when you put out content randomly, uh, you're gonna get a random result (laughs) at the end of the day. Random input means random output. So you need to be clear, about your types of audiences and the type of lives that compels and attracts those kinds of audiences. And then lastly, it's just not having an advanced visibility strategy. And what I mean by that is we want to produce messaging that resonates with the heart and mind of our ideal customer. Now, I'm sure maybe you've heard this before, but 80% of people's buying decisions is based on emotion. And only 20% of it is based on logic. So what we want to do is enhance the emotional connection that people will get through watching our lives and getting to know us better. So you can use things like storytelling and some of the frameworks I teach in my program to help you to get to the emotional level of connectedness to your ideal client. When your client is hearing what is really getting to her her real pain points, getting to her real desires, she'll see you as a credible person and then she'll reach out to you to want to to, to work with you. So those are the three things. First of all, not being visible at all. Secondly, using the wrong type of live, And then thirdly, not having a strategy of visibility and continuous visibility.
0: Yeah. So good. Thank you for sharing those. And I'd love to just like unpack those a little bit. So going back to your first one about not being consistent. Right. And I I know you talked about um, like when you're doing the sporadic live videos here or there, like you're not, not showing up. Right. And you talked a lot about connection. You use that word a lot, which is something that I'm a really big believer on as well. Like you're, you're building relationships with people. You're just connecting, like you're putting yourself out there. And if you think about um, you know, getting to new, getting to know someone new and you're trying to foster like a new friendship. Well, if you reach out once in a blue moon, right. And like, maybe it seems like you're kind of becoming closer friends. And then all of a sudden they don't hear from you for six months. And you know, like it's, it's that kind of thing. Right. Um, and so just, just really, becoming consistent I'm curious to hear how you define consistency because um, I have my own thoughts but I I I would love to hear like how you define that right because again I think that's one of those things that um, people can hear consistent and automatically assume it means one thing when it actually doesn't
1: okay so thank you for asking that question I have two views on consistency one is that you have a set time that you will show up and you will do that continually. Now, not to say that you don't have days off and not to say that you have to have a life every day. No, because personally, my strategy is to have two lives a week. But sometimes on one of those days, things happen. And so I do something else on that day. But you need to have something that you are committed to. I think I see consistency as a commitment to show up to 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 help your, your ideal client and i look forward to them because i feel like, I'm, like i said like it's like talking to my friends um, so that's one way i see consistency but the second way i see consistency is in the messaging
0: hmm.
1: so that you want to have that consistent message even if it sounds repetitive you know people need to hear things more than once before they actually begin to believe it so your messaging and your, your pillars of messaging, which we, you know I'm talking about there, the five things you're going to be known for, you know, under the umbrella of one total idea. So, for example, for me, my, my, well, I'm known for doing my love, for doing lives. But in my lives, I talk about family. I talk about business growth. I talk about life in general. Um, then I do something funny and I talk about myself. So, you know, I have five different topics, but it's all under the umbrella of lives. So you want to have some consistent messages so people get to know, oh, yeah, that's Felicia. She does lives. Oh, yeah, that's Natalie. She does podcasts or, you know, she does um, coaching. You know, we we want to get known for something within our industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I'm really glad that you touched on the two sides of consistency. That's something that I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like there's the commitment side of it and that's what it is, right? It's, it's like, if you're having a hard time being consistent, sticking to showing up once a week or twice a week or whatever it is that you say you want to do, it's a, it's a commitment issue. Right. Um, and even just making that commitment in itself is huge because then it requires you to, to show up and do it. Right. And, and I'm sure. Um, Um, Many other women can relate to like the times where I think back to, you know, doing a whether it was a live video or a podcast, and I say online, like, hey, I'm gonna go live on this day and make this announcement. And now it's like, oh crap, now I have to do it. like because <laughs> I said it, right? I committed. I put myself out there. Um, even if only one person saw that post or saw that announcement, like now I'm on the line and now I've committed. So I think I think that's huge, right? And I, I would say to anyone listening who's struggling with consistency, like i I want to get consistent. I want to show up more but I'm really struggling with that. Like, I feel like that's something that just by making that public commitment of like, Hey, every Monday morning at 10 AM, I'm going to go live every single week. Right. And, and I, and of course, like you said, there's grace, like, because sometimes life happens, but you're making that commitment. That's the big thing. And then of course the messaging consistency, um, wholeheartedly agree there as well. That's something that's, that's really important to have that, um, that repetition. So yeah, those, those are just really great. And I, I love, um, that you clarified that because it's, you know, I, I think, um, the association that I believe a lot of people have because I've been there too, um, is that, being consistent means like being constant, like showing up every single day, all the time. I'm always plugged in. I'm always answering messages. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it just means like, you've got a set rhythm, a set frequency that you can keep up with. And that's manageable for you. It helps you to be
1: committed to your business as well and helps your potential clients to see that you, you know, you have some integrity in what you do. Yeah. For me, it, the danger of having my own business is when I was in an organization, there was a rhythm to things. I had a month end. I had a target. I had a boss who kept me working every day and doing what I was supposed to do. But now I work for myself. I can let myself off the hook a lot of the times.
0: Yeah. But that,
1: that doesn't help me to grow my business. So we need some kind of things like to put stakes in the ground and say, OK, do my masterclass on this day. I'm doing my lives this day. And, and that keeps us growing. and and integrous.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, Another thing that I want to circle back to real quick is how you talked about like the different type of content, uh, type of content that we create in terms of like, is this someone that we don't have any established relationship with? Like the, the cold lead, right? Like a complete stranger online or someone that we kind of know a little bit, the, that warm connection or someone that's like already very interested in working with you, right? Like there's all different kinds of people out there. And so I love that you just brought that up. Cause I think that is something that's really important to think about, um, it, it just hitting all the, um, all those different points, right? Because it's like, when you hear, you know, this is something that I say a lot in terms of like, who's your person, right? Like your one ideal client, but it's just knowing that um, there's a spectrum, like there's a, in terms of like level of awareness with, okay, where are they at right now? Um, There's definitely a spectrum of that. And in terms of like uh, how connected they are to you. So there might be some people who are very familiar with your methodology or your framework and some of the terminology that you use, but there's also complete strangers out there who are just finding you for the first time. And is there live videos and content out there that will meet them where they're at right now and help them, you know, draw them in so that they can get to know you more and, and become familiar with that. So i um, very glad that you touched on that point as well. Um, I know you have also a strategy um, yeah. in terms of like to start getting clients to tomorrow right today or tomorrow or just very um very quick start kind of strategy so I'd love to hear what that is
1: okay so this is one of my modules from my program it's called the PISA method P-I-S-A P for problem I for impact S for solution an A for action. And before I even go into, I want to explain that I show this on my masterclass. And somebody came to the masterclass, she took it, ran with it, and got a client within four days. They no, got two clients within four days, um, fully paid. So it does work. And basically, this model is um, first of all the problem. What we don't want to do is keep on harping on on how bad people's lives are, okay? So you, in, when we talk about problem, we talk about first, what's one thing your ideal client desires more than anything that she will get from working with you? Then you identify, well, what is her problem at the moment? And why is she not she having that at the moment? Then you talk about, well, what's the impact of her staying in this problem? Then you talk about the solution, not your program, but the solution, the methodology she should Im- she should implement in order to get over that problem. And then we talk about the action she should take. What does she need to do next to get over that problem and get the solution that she wants? And that action could also include getting in contact with you because you've got a program to help her with that. So let me give you an example from from my area um, of work. Then, so the desire of my client is to have a business that is going towards six figures is thriving um, she gets more time for her family herself her life she enjoys a lifestyle that she's always dreamed of that's her desire the problem is that maybe she has one-to-one clients and it's taking up all her time and her energy She's getting burnt out so what she wants to do is leverage groups The impact of her staying where she is is that she's going to soon get burnt out. She's going to soon get disgruntled with her business. Um, Her income will soon plateau. uh, And then she's going to start feeling, you know, very jaded about about being an entrepreneur. So that's the impact. So the solution is obviously to become more visible um, with the methodology. That means that she doesn't have to be online all the time, but when she is online, she's effective. So one of the actions she could take is to join my program, obviously, <laughs> to learn how to professionally, efficiently and effectively produce lives to grow her business. So just those four things you can, you can just talk about. and what it gives you is a structure, because another thing I find people would do is waffle. They start talking, and they go off this tangent, that tangent, and they talk about everything about the kitchen sink. But this structure gives you this structure gives you um, a flow from one thing to the other. You don't need to write it down even because this is stuff you know already. And this is what I would call a conversion piece because you're talking to somebody who's really near to buy-in and you're trying to get them just over that line. So by using this, this structure, you help them to make that decision and I said one client came on to the masterclass. I showed her this; she was hot the next day she implemented it and she said she got an interest and she converted two people into her fully paid program so it does work if you use it
0: <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for sharing that that framework with us and um yes like I I echo everything that you just said like the um You know, having a framework like that to lean on, it's like you don't, it's not a script, right? It's not a fill in the blank, say this, this, and this, because we all have a very unique voice and very unique message that's in us to share and we're connecting with different types of people, right? And so it's just leaning into um, that like voice that we have each one of us, but then knowing like kind of the points to hit of like, okay, I'm going to take them here and then lead them. And it's just a flow. Right. And like having that rhythm or that flow to your post just really beautifully leads them into like, Hey, helping them feel seen, helping them realize the, the urgency of the situation. Right. Like, you know, it's up to them if they take action, but here's where it's going to lead you if they don't. Um, and then like presenting the solution and saying, Hey, here's one, you know, one way that you could, um, live out that solution. And so I think that's a really beautiful flow. And I'm, I'm very g- grateful that you shared that, um, uh, insider knowledge from your masterclass. Cause I, I'm all about like tangible, um, you know, strategies and tips that people can implement right now. So I, I, I invite anyone listening to kind of take Felicia up on that challenge, right? Cause you said that someone did that and was able to sign two clients within a few days. And so like, is it a magic formula? No, does it work? Absolutely. And so if that's something that you're like, man, I just want to sign my next client, like yesterday, There you go. Like you have the information, you can take it um, and, and seriously take you, uh, want you to take up this challenge. If that's something that you feel so led to do um, and then send me and Felicia a message afterwards and let us know how it goes. Cause um, I think that's, that's just really cool. Right. To see how we can, we can show up and um, put that message out there and it can have such a, uh, uh, immediate impact. Right. So Yeah. I love that. Um, if you wanted the listeners to remember like one thing from all of the goodness that you shared today, what would that one thing be?
1: I think it would be that now is the time to act and to get over any feelings of fear, remembering that you have a solution to somebody's suffering. And that's, that's what I believe you with. I, I, I think that's what I want you to remember that it's only now you can help people. Don't think about what you're going to do in the future. It's only today you can make an impact. My life motto is you only have one life, live it well, and live it now. Yeah. So encourage people always to do things in the now because that's when you'll see the reward later. If you don't take any action now, you're not going to get a reward later. If you take action now, you'll get a reward later.
0: Yes. Oh, and I, what a, what a beautiful note to end this conversation on. And it's ties back to what we were talking about before we hit record with just this whole principle of like, we're always planting seeds, right? When we're faithfully showing up in business and serving and helping others. And we can trust that, like, you know, when we talk about trust the process and you hear that saying like, that is part of the process right is when you plant seeds like you're going to reap that harvest later um and so just being faithful in the process and showing up and essentially getting over yourself right is is what like is how we i feel like we could wrap up this conversation with like hashtag get over yourself like it's not about you
1: (laughs) You. (laughs) i love it perfect
0: (laughs) Oh. oh Well, thank you so much, Felicia, for being here. If women want to connect with you, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, Facebook, Felicia answer on Facebook.
0: Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, I will get that link in the show notes so that they can hop on over and connect with you again. If you guys want to take Felicia up on that challenge to try the, the PISA uh, framework and start showing up, right? Rip that band aid off and put your message out there and, you know, see like you know if if it's um try this process for yourself right because it does work so if you take her up on that challenge please send her a message send me a message too and we would love to hear how it worked for you and just cheer you on all right again thank you so much Felicia for your time and sharing your message today
1: no problem thank you
0: Thanks so much for listening today. If you love this podcast episode, there's two things I want to invite you to do right now. Number one, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at natalie.blenkush. I would love to hear any questions that came up and takeaways that you had from this episode. And number two, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. It means the world to me because I love hearing what you're learning and how the show has impacted you, but it also creates an even bigger ripple effect by helping other women discover this podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you on the next episode.